It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Gamecock great Kip Balknight for Gamecock Baseball Talk today. Kip, we're down to the final week of the regular season. Three games left in a regular year. The Gamecocks will host Georgia beginning Thursday night, and the Gamecocks need some wins, Kip. Carolina coming off its seventh consecutive SEC series loss. They dropped two out of three at Missouri last weekend. But Carolina did uh, beat SC Upstate on Tuesday night this week, so we'll talk more about that in a moment. But, Kip, seven straight conference series losses, and then on top of that, the Gamecocks find out this week that two starters have been lost for the year. Uh, Madison Stokes hit by a pitch in Saturday's loss to Missouri, suffered a broken wrist. He'll obviously miss the remainder of the season. 100% recovery is expected in six to eight weeks. But also Gamecock starting catcher Chris Cullen, out for the year after surgery on Tuesday to remove cartilage from his knee. So, Kip, the Gamecocks lost Clark Schmidt, their ace pitcher, earlier this year. Closer Tyler Johnson has missed time this year. T.J. Hopkins missed a little bit of time this year. And now two more starters lost for the season. So what's been a very difficult season for the Gamecocks has gotten even tougher. Yeah, it has. And their backs are certainly uh, to the wall now. With uh, Realistically, I think they're going to have to sweep Georgia and probably win a game or two in the SEC tournament to, to you know, make sure they make the playoffs. I think that's the mentality they need to have because the last thing they want to do is just win two out of three and then, you know, have to get some help from somebody. And, and that that's the scenario that's uh, – I was there my sophomore year in 1999, Coach Ray Tanner's, I think, third year in coaching. And that's not fun when you have to sit around and your fate is determined by someone else. So the message now is simply – they got to go out and play, obviously, and play to win and, and, and do everything they can to uh, finish these last games. You said last week the Gamecocks needed to win both of the final two SEC series to really strengthen their position for the NCAA tournament. Uh, some of the experts have, got, have had the Gamecocks projected as a number three seed in the Winston-Salem Regional that would be hosted by Wake Forest. And, again, these are just projections, but the Gamecocks dropped two out of three to Missouri, you know, a team that was 9-15 and 15 in the league going in, and the Gamecocks have really, you know, put themselves in a corner going into this last weekend of the season. We talked earlier this week about Georgia. Georgia's well under 500 in the league play also, Kip, but they have played their best baseball of the season the last two weekends. They beat Kentucky two out of three on the road when Kentucky was ranked as high as number four in the country. And then this past weekend, Georgia took two out of three from a Mississippi State team that's ranked as high as number six in the country. So Georgia, uh, even though they've really struggled this year, they've kind of gotten their act together in the last couple of weekends. And, you know, I think it's a stretch, Kip, but I think Georgia still has NCAA tournament aspirations. If they can sweep the Gamecocks this weekend, they're still going to have to make a run in Hoover. I mean, they're going to have to win at least three in Hoover probably. But if they can do that – I think they can still get themselves into the tournament, and that's got to be their goal at this point. And, you know, going into Georgia, Kip, we felt like obviously the Gamecocks need to sweep to get back to 500 in the league, and then they're going to have to have a winning record in Hoover to assure that they finish 
with a record that's over 500 in conference play. Do you think a 500 record in the league gets the Gamecocks in, Kip? I'm not even sure at this point. Well, again, I, I think the one thing I do know is it's nice that you control your own destiny. So, that being said, I really think I'm sure a message from my coach, Sharon Holbrook, is simply this, guys. We've got, we need to go out and win the series. We need to go out and win all three games and just prepare. So, go ahead and think about it. That's what's going to happen. We're going to win these three games and then we're going to get hot and make a run in the SEC tournament. And, um, you know, baseball's a sickly game. They certainly could do that. I mean, I know the injuries are certainly an issue. I mean, you know, you lose starters like that, absolutely that's an issue, but there's still a lot of the things that, you know, even when this team was almost fully healthy, that they weren't doing. They're just not doing the little things. I just don't know if there's enough guys on the team that are playing enough that have the intangibles. And some of those intangibles can be just, you know, being just a true baseball player, but that's a guy that always has heightened awareness. He's always looking to play hard. And um, getting bunts down, moving runners over, and there's just too many things I feel like uh, fundamentally that this team has not done enough of, regardless of injuries. So that that's the one thing that you know I, I can remember practices sometimes with Coach Tanner. We would just go back to the basics, and whether it was just working on pitcher field and practice or fungos or whatever it might be, uh, just to try to get the guys a little bit hungry, have some tough practices. Um, you know, and that certainly woke us up. And uh, you know, you kids get out of school, and uh, it's you know, what are they doing all day? So sometimes they can be uh, uh, distracted a little bit. So I, I'm sure their focus will be good, and uh, they'll certainly be giving it their best this week this weekend. So news came out this week that uh, the Gamecocks had lost both Madison Stokes and Chris Cullen, and they actually had to play their first game without these two Tuesday night against SC Upstate, a six to three South Carolina win. Cullen was batting 273. Stokes started 41 games this year and was batting 224. But regulars in the Gamecocks starting lineup. So, uh, 6-3 Carolina win over SC Upstate Tuesday night at Founders Park. Improves the Gamecocks to 31-21 and 21 on the year. The Gamecocks got home runs from Justin Rowe, Carlos Cortez, and Alex Destino. And it was uh, Cody Morris, Gamecock freshman right-hander, allowing just three runs on eight hits with seven strikeouts to earn the win. And he is now 3-1 and one on the year. Uh, senior right-hander Coley Bowers picked up the save. Gave up only one hit, four strikeouts, three scoreless innings of relief for Coley Bowers. So we're ready for Georgia now, Kip. Thursday start this week. It'll be 7 o'clock first pitch Thursday, 7 o'clock Friday, 3 p.m. Saturday. And that will wrap up the regular season. So how do the Gamecocks pick up the pieces and try to get some momentum, get some energy and some enthusiasm? The Gamecocks have got to have all three this weekend. Yeah, they do. And I tell you, I watched last night and uh, actually – on the, uh, you know, the ESPN network, and um, it, it was a really good game. And I think one positive that I took away that I hope it was going to end up being a big, big positive, but, you know, last night, Coley Bowers was outstanding. And I, and I think it was simply because he went back to establishing his fastball and using his fastball. You know, I think that sometimes when, when he gets in there, he just relies on that changeup because he's a little bit scared of contact. But last night, I'm sure he was a little more confident in that fastball because he's facing lesser competition. But that's the, the biggest the, the biggest message that the pitchers need to know is they got to trust their stuff. And his best pitch is his changeup. But you still, anything you as a pitcher, anything you throw, it all is off your fastball. If you're not showing a guy a fastball and he doesn't have to worry about 
you know, 80 coming in there, 88 or 90 or however far, you know, fast it is, that, you know, it just, it, it makes hitting so much easier. So um, that was a good positive I saw last night. Hopefully one thing else that he did is he started a clean inning. Emerson, we've seen several times. I mean, I'm thinking maybe 85% of our pitching changes late in the game, especially, we're, you know, we're we're not letting them start that clean inning, and that that is just a concern. I, you know, it's, it, it makes it really, really difficult for uh, relievers to go in all the time with runners on, and I, I think that was part of Coley Byer's success last night. And, uh, then in the end, it's six to three, and Tyler Johnson's warming up in the bullpen. You know, and I and, and I just felt like that would be a good opportunity for us to get him back in there and hopefully get his confidence back up a little bit. I was a little uh, didn't understand why Coley went back out in that inning. If you're going to warm up Tyler Johnson, just go ahead and either put him in the game. It's a safe situation, you know. Get him. It'd be nice to get him in the game when it's six to three to build that confidence back. It gives him a three run cushion. You go out and you live and die with him. And um, I, I just I'd like to see them use their closer in a little bit better way, um, and some of their late inning relievers because it sure puts a lot of stress on you, Emerson, when you got to come in and get you know there's runners on all the time. Mm. All right, Georgia beat Furman in the Bulldogs' final home game of the season. They beat Furman ten to six on Tuesday night. Georgia's twenty three and thirty. They're nine and eighteen in the league, but they've won their last two series. We mentioned earlier this week on Gamecock Central Radio, Georgia has defeated two consecutive top ten opponents in the conference for the first time since two thousand eight. So the Bulldogs, you know, not having a great year. You look at their record, both overall and in the conference, not a very good year for Georgia, but they're playing better ball of late, much better ball, beating two top ten teams in a row. So they're coming in with confidence, Kip. And the Gamecocks, you know, are kind of on the opposite end of that spectrum right now, lost seven straight SEC series. So the Gamecocks are going to have to find a way with these injuries to turn things around this weekend. You mentioned uh, earlier this week when we did our last podcast, Kip, you weren't sure how good fan turnout would be this weekend at Founders Park because it's been a tough year. Gamecock fans have been disappointed. And, you know, Chad Holbrook has been uh, the recipient of a lot of criticism because of the Gamecocks season this year. So it'll be interesting to see how things go at Founders Park starting Thursday night. Yeah, it will be. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on this show or if it was Chunk Talk earlier in the week, but I think that one thing the players need to realize right now is they, they've got to focus on their job. They have got to take ownership of what they're doing, quit tweeting, quit worrying about if fans are going to be there, if they're not, making T-shirts, whatever they're doing. That, that is wasted energy, in my opinion. These guys have got to hold themselves accountable. Everybody's all over Chad Holbrook, and everybody's all over some of the decisions they're making. Yes, we have all of us have opinions. I have an opinion, and I don't agree with everything Chad Holbrook calls or Jerry Myers calls, but I also didn't agree with everything when I played for Coach Tanner and played, you know, for Jerry Myers. There were times I had doubts, but... The biggest thing is those guys have got to believe in everything Chad Holbrook's saying, and they've got to go out and play for themselves. I, I think that this team, for whatever reason, has lacked some senior leadership for, for somebody to come in and say, listen, those are distractions. Don't worry about that. You can't control. The only thing they can go out and do is win games and control how they play. And um, I can promise you the Gamecock fans will be there when it's a winning team. They will. And um, I think part of the reason Gamecock fans are not showing up is they just um, they, they they 
feel like they're wanting to make a statement. You know, they're wanting to say, well, if this team's not going to be good, we're not going to show up. And, um, you know, maybe they need to, the players need to let that kind of tick them off a little bit and play with a little bit of passion. Uh, you know, anyway, I just think there's, there's, there's plenty of talent on this baseball team. There's plenty enough talent for them to get hot and, and, and make, you know, make a run. But they've got to do it themselves. I, I'm, I'm kind of getting, you know, I, I, I just, um, as a player, you know, the coach makes decisions, yes, but you've got to go out next to you. You know, Chad Holbrook's never missed a bunt. He gets the bunt sign. Well, he's never missed one. It's the players. So they got to take some ownership, too. And uh, I-, I hope this team has that in them. And we'll, we'll see this weekend. Kip, the Gamecocks still have an opportunity to play their way into the tournament. You know, if they can sweep Georgia, suddenly they've got momentum going into Hoover, a place that's never been very good to the Gamecocks. But, you know, you win three against Georgia, a team that's playing better ball of late. Suddenly you got some confidence, you got some momentum going into the conference tournament. And if Carolina can play well there, you know, they can still get into the tournament and they can still make it a good season despite all the adversity that they've dealt with this year. So that's got to be the focus going into this weekend. You know, what all has happened to this point? The Gamecocks have no control over what they can control is this series with Georgia starting Thursday night. Hey, you're right. And um, that's the message I'm sure Coach Holbrook's given them. And um, that's what needs to be given to them. I mean, absolutely. They, they deal, they, you know, have had tons of adversity and have not done all, you know, things very, very well. But they can get hot. I mean, I think we watched. South Carolina basketball, and I'm thinking of Frank Martin. I'm thinking, gosh, if I'm Holbrook, I'm calling Frank Martin in a heartbeat to come talk to my team. If there's anybody who can light fire in somebody, it's Frank Martin. And, um, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, our basketball four or two weeks to go in the season. I mean, I have fans uh, and, and friends, really good friends of mine, clients of mine, tell me, absolutely, I'm not going anymore. I'm not going anymore until they start playing there. And next thing you know, Frank Martin's team goes to the Final Four. And, um, do I think that's going to happen? I, I honestly don't. I'd be lying if I said I did. Uh, I just think this team is, uh, for whatever reason, it's, it's, it's probably going to end up being a lost season and just a, a bad season. And they're going to have to come out and obviously play better next year. But um, it, they're still a mathematical chance. They just got to go out and do it. Gamecock Central Radio Baseball Report today. Emerson Phillips with Gamecock legend Kip Balknight. You can download the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and on Google Play to subscribe to our podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. The app is free. Our podcasts are free. Download the GCR app today. SEC tournament gets underway in Hoover next Tuesday. That's May the 23rd, and the Gamecocks are going to have to find a way to win some games this weekend despite the injuries, get that conference record back to 500. The Gamecocks are 12-15 and 15 in the league, and if they can go to Hoover with a 500 record in league play, suddenly uh, the, the season has taken an upturn, and the Gamecocks tournament chance has just improved. I don't know if the Gamecocks are in the tournament right now, Kip. Uh, in fact, I'm inclined to say possibly not, but we still got baseball left, and the Gamecocks got to get it in gear. Yeah, you're right. I honestly believe if the, game, if the season ended today, I don't think they're, they're in, uh, even though you know, the argument is they've never been swept, you know, yeah. are, are in those seven series in a row, and they've been able to – and that's the that's the positives of this, though, is that's the message that Chad Holbrook's got to give these guys to say, yeah, that's, we've kind of sucked it up here for a while, but look, we're still just a matter of getting hot for three or four weeks, and this can be an amazing season. I mean, you look back at just the one-run losses and the losses that – you know, I'm sure are excruciating to Chad Holbrook and the staff and the team. 
But, you know, those have, I mean, a lot has had to go wrong for those things to happen. And hopefully these guys have learned through that adversity. You know, mistakes in life, adversity in life, they're learning opportunities. And how they go through the rest of the season is going to, you know, really be a telltale of the character uh, of the team. And um, I hope that those guys are getting that message. And I hope that if they're getting it, it sinks in. And um, because that that's what you got to do. You got to fight. I just haven't seen a ton of fight in this team uh, this year. And um, I hope we see it this weekend. Yeah, it's time to see it. Will Crow coming off a very solid start last week against Missouri. Worked seven innings, gave up just four hits. So he figures to be the Thursday night starter this week. Should be Adam Hill on Friday, and we'll see what the Gamecocks come up with on Saturday for the final game of the regular season. So maybe Crow can get the Gamecocks off to a good start, and you got to take it just one pitch at a time, one inning at a time. Crow gives the Gamecocks another good effort Thursday. Maybe they can start to build toward a good weekend against Georgia. Kip, we appreciate your insight. We'll come back next week. We'll talk about the SEC tournament. We'll also take a look back at this Georgia series. Thanks very much. Sounds great. Hopefully we're talking about three Gamecock wins. All right. Thank you, Kip. That's Kip Balknight, and I'm Emerson Phillips. Gamecock Baseball Talk here on Gamecock Central Radio. We'll be back to do it again next week. Thanks for joining us. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com/live.